I was born outside of Erie, PA, okay. um, in a really small town. I grew up in the projects. Like uh, my father was in the military and he had PTSD, so he had like real bad drug problems. Okay. And back in the day, uh, they misdiagnosed people all the time. So my mom had Crohn's disease and we never knew. Mm. Um, so I wound up going into the foster care system and I was in the system for about five years. And then I got adopted when I was nine and moved outside of Philadelphia. So. Okay. It's like, like what everybody rags to riches. Right. That's literally You're how like the my fresh childhood. Fresh Prince of Philadelphia. That's right. Well, princess. But, well fresh princess. Queen, 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 queen yeah. of Philadelphia. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get corrected a lot during this interview. But go ahead. I swear I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh but, queen of Philadelphia. So right. So you start off turbulent childhood. Yes. Traumatic. Um, Moved to Philadelphia. Yes. I mean, moved to Jersey. Well, I moved outside of Philadelphia. Outside of Philadelphia. So, like, where right. Villanova is, Radnor okay, area. Okay, cool. Like the so, suburbs. Yes, I grew up on the main line. I think there was, like, five black kids in my class mm. in high school. Yep, I went to Conestoga High School. How so, was that? Um, it was challenging, but it built a grit inside of me that would later help me in business, and I didn't realize it. So, when I was young, I was like... Why am I always feeling like this? I never fit in with the black kids. I was I was too well spoken. I was too this. Right. And then the 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 white kids were like, mm, you're still black. So <laughs> right. they're like, you sound really good, but you're still black. Like right. I remember selling Girl Scout cookies and knocking on my neighbor's door, and she was like, I'm sorry, are you lost? And I was like, what? My mom had to like come back and address her. Wow. That's how it was. So so what was your peer group right like? Did you have like a mixed mixed group of friends? I or? had two separate sectors of friends. Okay. So I had my white friends and they were awesome they were gonna if I wanted to have fun if I wanted to go on an adventure if I wanted to like sneak out anything that like was bad right, 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 right. <laughs> they were there for right, it right, right. and then I had my black friends and they were like my friends from church okay. and they they're my friends now to this day like 25 years later okay cool, um cool, but they were awesome. just a lot more you know right, 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 tame, right, right, right. so Awesome, awesome. All right, continue the story. I'm listening. So I'm I, excited. So we moved. Um, I got into a little bit of trouble when I was in uh, middle school. Well, going into high school. I can't imagine. That. I know, <laughs> but you know, a lot of people don't realize that if you don't never resolve or deal with trauma, it mm. manifests itself in other ways. So mm. for me, I just I didn't I didn't want to deal with authority. I didn't want to do anything. That's probably why I'm an entrepreneur now because I don't want to listen to anybody. I just wanted to do things my way. I always felt like my way is the best way. Gotcha. Um, but it got me in trouble. And so when I got in trouble, I, I basically was like, okay, I need a life change. I need something different. Um, my family moved to New Jersey and uh, I finished high school there. I moved down to uh, Delaware, actually, outside of Delaware. I went to college there and I started my first position in a manufacturing company. Um, this old Italian, I swear to this day, he was a mob boss. <laughs> like, really, the whole family worked there. Right. I was the only black person that worked there in the office. Okay. And it taught me a lot. I learned a lot about business, a lot about logistics, a lot about just making money mm. and running a business because they they ran their business like a tight ship. Got you. What were they manufacturing? They were manufacturing polyethylene foam inserts. So, you know, when you buy a gun or the gun casing, yeah. the inserts in there, they're gotcha. made out of like foam compressions yeah. and they press down in there. So I was making sure they got shipped all over the country. Awesome. And so it was awesome to be young, learning that skill set. And I was like, hey, I can do this. There was a whole bunch of men there. And what I realized is that they had an awesome business, but they didn't have any process in place. Okay. I mean, I was handwriting BOLs. I was handwriting tags. Everything was handwritten. Gotcha. So I had the opportunity to kind of learn how to 
take a process and make it better. Okay. And that was my first experience with manufacturing and logistics at all. Got you. So did anybody ask you to do this or did you just take the initiative to start like kind of building these processes out? So I wanted to make more money and I understood that I, w- I didn't want to stay in the role that I was in because I was, I was making all right money, but it wasn't enough to sustain me. Um, so I really focused on learning as much as I could so that I could take other people's roles. Okay. So as people started to phase out or um, start families or just do different things, I learned their job so that I was the only a person that knew how to do it. Okay. And then what I did is I put a spin on it and I made it easier for myself. Mm. So the boss, he didn't know how the job was done. He just know that he knew that the job got done. Right. So I would, you know, <laughs> switch that thing up and like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Look, we could do it like this. Right. And I was able to kind of make process to kind of make the business a little bit better, but also make my job a lot easier. Got you. What are some of the things that you implemented that would make the job a little bit easier for you? So um, when you're shipping LTL products, a lot of times um, utilizing a lot of different systems, those systems don't talk to your main system. So having a way to track them, I did in Excel, but back then you're talking about like in the early 2000s, like nobody was, you know, they... They were doing Excel, but they were Everything was manual. It was manual. So I built out spreadsheets and I taught myself Excel. So because I I was starting in college, but like I it didn't work out. Right, right, <laughs> it just right, didn't right, work right, out. Right, Let's right. just say it didn't work out. Right. Um so I didn't have necessarily all the skills, the soft skills, but I learned them. I taught myself. I would watch videos. I would ask people about it. So I built in a spreadsheet and they were able to track all of our shipments all at one in one place. So everyone could go into this Excel spreadsheet and see where everything was at instead of going through, we were going into the file cabinet and pulling mm. each, I'm like, this is too much. This is <laughs> this too is much. Crazy. This is crazy. Right. Um, and so that really helped them. It saved time. Um, it allowed them to utilize their employees in other areas. And that's when I realized like, whoa, there's real life strategy here. And right. I, I was able to develop that. So gotcha. What, what did they do to reward you for helping them in that way? Um, nothing. Mm. Yeah. Nothing. Mm. Nothing at all. That was my first experience where you can work really hard. You can help people save money, manpower, and um, ultimately, if you don't own the business, you don't get to reap the rewards of that always. Right. What what level did you rise to in that in that so company, that I organization? So I ended it like office manager, logistics coordinator. Basically, I ran everything in the office. Right. Um, and that's that's where it ended for me because yeah. I wanted to pursue other opportunities. Were there anybody else that looked like you in in, in that company? There was one girl, okay. and she she ended up inviting me to her church, and so I met her, um, and she taught me a lot too. Um, she she came over time, and you know we were able to build a bond. But again, I saw her struggle. Right. I saw her, you know, try to navigate things because we were doing a lot of work but not getting paid a lot for it. Gotcha. So gotcha. we did like four people's roles, and at that time, I didn't even understand the concept of asking for more. Right. For going back to the table, hey, I do this, this, and this. Right. I need more. Right. Of course, I learned that over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. When you know being young, you don't realize that, especially being young and black and a woman. Right. You right. know, so you just kind of take what you can get, and you're like, okay, let me work as hard as I can to get more, even if it's not money, it's more, um, you know, security in your job, and that's what I was looking for. 